What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast. Uh, missing one of the hosts today, but I got myself, Eli, and Jared in studio. Should we violate Nick? <laughs> sure. Go for it. I don't know if that's a good idea, Jared, what but do, you do it. Nick, we know what you're up to, bud. We got eyes everywhere. Okay, <laughs> Everywhere. We got all-time UAV, dude. You got yeah. that beep on your phone at 2.18 p.m. today? Oh, that was something. That was us. <laughs> I knew to turn my phone off at 2, 2.20. I was and, on a call. Yeah, I got that's that's what happened to me. I roped into something and I didn't turn off. Oh my god, I had my AirPods in too. Terrible <laughs> idea. Oh no, yeah, I got rough. fucking eviscerated, bro. <laughs> my running, you're still hurting. Yeah, that's tough. I was in the office today and every single person at once, the phone started Ooh. going off. And it's funny too because we talked about it earlier in the day, but then I just forgot about it. So it kind of like I didn't set an alarm. That's how I knew. You think it they scared me? Too. You think they did that for the people in Hawaii? No, they don't get. Oh, you they don't get. Uh, I was just curious, apparently. you know, if they could do that. Where it was like everyone randomly, they didn't tell them it was a test, and they're like imminent bomb or something. Oh, yeah. you're talking. Kind I know of. what you're talking about. That was like a real thing. They accidentally yeah. sent a real threat. <laughs> yeah. Text. Oh, I thought you were talking about Hawaii. Like that's what the I thought fires. you were talking about. All of it. There's yeah, dude. There's too many <laughs> angles here. You gotta be specific. It's a, it's all bad. Okay. It's all bad. Okay. Okay. That's it's not all good. bad. Yeah. Oh man. So what, what happened in the do? corporate world today for you guys? Um. Well, Jareed here. Tough, tough corporate week go- going on <laughs> it. Um. Well, first of all, a little uh backstory and um continuation of the the lunch war. The <laughs> the person that took the person's lunch. Please. There's now a sticky note on the fridge that says, "Please throw out your old shit." So I would Ooh, assume it it's probably shit. the same person that wrote it that. Says S-H-I-T. So what if the person threw Spicy. out something old that they thought was theirs and it wasn't because that person Unless wrote it have an anonymous response yeah. trying to shed guilt. Uh, dude, hey, listen. You wage war, you get war. All right? Um, yeah, I've been busy this week, man. Same. I had my first meeting on Monday. It's like an hour and 15 ride. It was wild. Mondays have been tough. Hour 15 there and back. Yeah. And I had so much work to do on Tuesday. And dude, I just had like the most corporate day because I had a meeting. So I had every Tuesday I have a meeting from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a very like it's a meeting where you have to be engaged. It's not like you could sit back and you're like, I, I have to be interactive. And I had things to prepare for on Monday going out on a meeting. I was um, meeting with a municipality. So, like, all their budget info is obviously, you know, on the Internet because it's ran through the government. So I'm, like, researching, pulling information. So the time that I usually would do on Monday to do the work to prep for the time Tuesday, couldn't do it. And, like, our boss scheduled something, and he calls me, like, five minutes before I'm out to go on my meeting. And he was like, oh, why aren't you doing this? And I love my boss. He's a great guy. And I was just like so thrown back because I could tell he was like kind of pissed with me and I didn't know why he was mad at me. And I was like, hey, man, like I have plenty of time in the day to like get this done before day's end once I'm off the meeting. And he was like, yeah, but like I wish you would have told me. I'm like, bro, you know, I'm in this meeting every every week. Like, why did I have that's why I didn't feel the need to communicate, but whatever. So um, I start doing what what he asked me to be doing. And then he calls me upstairs and he's like, he's like, oh, we have to do this thing that also just got thrown on us. And I'm like, dude, 
I can't do five things That's at once, insurance. man. Also upstairs, I was losing boss. It. I was you getting an upstairs, so, boss. One yeah. of those buildings. Nah, he's so nice though. But I was just like, been there. I'm like, how, and like, if this was like my first boss who I was working for for multiple years, like I would have called him out. But it was, you know, sometimes in the corporate world, you kind of just got to eat your shit. So I just had to eat shit. He probably is, and he's yeah. just turning and making exactly. You eat and it. I could tell he was stressed out. And there's no, you know, obviously there's no need for me to have any pushback because. Like, you know, if I really wanted to be the best employee ever, I could have done that additional work off work hours. But, you know, like I ain't making enough. Bug that. No. Yeah. yeah, dude. Fun fact. I had an upstairs boss one time when I was in like a fortune company and he was the CEO. He would just happen to work in that office. And, dude, if you talk to him, you literally were at risk of being fired. What? You were not allowed to yeah, address him. Damn, you, if he was crazy. in an elevator, you were not allowed to take the same elevator. Like, what? You couldn't, like, this guy was, like, protected in all facets. Like, truly, like, a, the employees are, like, the working class. I'm above them. So I just thought that was kind of funny because you said yeah. upstairs boss and I thought of him. Yeah. But, like, no. I would also see this guy on Fox and CNN, like, almost weekly. Yeah, see, my upstairs boss, oh, like, he's, he's, the, he's the kind of dude to make sure your family's well and I'll buy you lunch and he's a, he's oh, a good yeah, person. No. I don't think this guy cared about me too much. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> if you can't, can't even imagine. talk to him, that's uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, we're all human beings here. Yeah. You know? I mean, even Jesus Christ washed the foot of a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, <laughs> though, know? I will say. Jesus did love strippers. I will say I have been around him. It's pretty short, dude. I don't, I don't, oh, know, I don't know if a tall guy in that situation has these extra rules, dude. I'm just going to say that. Do you guys see that October 21st is Nashville Throw Short People Day? You don't even have throw to ask him. So we can, we, can sho- we can throw Nick around. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Throw yeah. people, throw short people. You don't have to ask them. Is that part of it? Yeah, no, you don't. You just throw them. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, they can't get mad about it. Shout out to whoever made that. Yeah. Love so. how you don't have to ask them as part of the phrase right you know what the like the worst part of like work is though is All like in, in, well yeah but in my situation where like you get mad at at like your boss and you really have no business being upset at all like and then you see their stress and then you just feel mad about being stressed out because it's just like oh yeah he's just like me and like i feel like that happens in work a lot for a lot of people we, we take this shit to heart way too much you know Sometimes. Sometimes I just want to, and this sucks because I'm a very, I guess, more vocal person when I'm frustrated. Um, I guess I'm animated, you can say. So when I'm in the office and I want to just scream or do something like that, I can't because then you look crazy. That that sucks. Yeah. You don't want to be that one dude that starts yelling in the queue. I, can't, how like- I, just, I, can't, I don't like how I just can't express myself the way I like to. As if you were like playing Xbox or something. Yeah, like it just, you know, whatever you're working on, spreadsheets or documents or something, the smallest thing can happen. I just want to like slam my desk and just yell, fuck. But then you can't do that in the office. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, or when someone's not putting something through. What are you doing? <laughs> Is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just it. Yell at him. You just yell at them. Yeah, but instead you get to uh, pent it up inside you, which is better for sure. Stuff it right yeah. down yeah. your yep. toes. Just stuff it right yep. down Don't there. Don't even and feel anything. Yep. That's why Americans have drinking solutions. <laughs> drinking solutions to our drinking problems. I'll cheers to that. Uh, what do we got here, boys? Bands. Peace and love. It's Burr from Lost Tavern. Eli brought it today. Um, what do we got? A hazy IPA going on here. 
Uh, cool can. I mean, tie-dye on anything is cool, so that's awesome. Uh, it has like a tie-dye headband around the top. Um, besides that, it's a more plain cam, but I feel like the simplicity of it kind of goes well with the tie-dye up top. So uh, pretty solid can. Uh, I think I saw it was 7.8%, so it's uh, it's a heavier hitter for sure. Um, this is your typical hazy. Uh, it's all citrus, all smooth. Um, I mean, really has... Uh, no kick, really. Um, None, dude, right? I mean, yeah, this is uh, this drinkability is off the charts, especially with how high ABV it is. This is a great beer. I'm not surprised. Lost Tavern always brings the bangers. Um, I'm going to go 7.9. 7.9. Yeah, this is a great beer. Uh, I had it on draft. I will say it's a little better on draft. It's actually smoother on draft. Um, looks like it's a bandana. Frankie, if you look at like Jared's can from a distance, yeah. So it looks like it looks like a tie dye bandana, which I do like. Makes me think of Dead and Co. Going to see them, seeing Mayor this weekend. All the things. Uh, great beer though, it's smooth. Not much of a bite, like Frank said. It's a lot of citrus and a hazy. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point six though. It has a great flavor. Really, just full bodied, tasty beer. I'm giving it an eight point eight. This is probably what Willie Nelson's spit tastes like. <laughs> get magic powers from it. Um, I just, for... You probably will get high if you drink your spit at this point. Yeah, probably. I mean, and like you said, Frank, for a 7-8 dude, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. The drinkability is indeed off the charts. And I feel like hazies usually have like a dry bite, but this beer is super refreshing. I think that no matter the weather, hot, cold, fall, spring... Um, you could you could crush these, and um, this is we got to add this to the golf bag rotation for sure. Eight point eight is a great. I don't know if I said it. Beer, yeah. Had it yesterday, and I was like, yeah, this one's this one's coming with me. Yeah, burpability is obviously up there. Burpability. <laughs> yeah, I love that as well. Okay, um, let's do some sports, Jared. You want to start with some MLB playoffs? Oh yeah, we're in full swing it's here. The best, best time of the year, dude. Best month. Of the sports calendar, oh, yeah. in my opinion, is October. Absolutely. Completely agree. Hands down. Um, that's the that's the other reason I can't believe I was getting called out at work on Tuesday. Bro, the playoff games didn't start till 3 o'clock, man. I'm still working. All right, 1030, I'm still working. But that's the beauty of it, man. I mean, oh, Monday, football. Oh, no, no action today. Psych. Playoffs Tuesday, Wednesday. Obviously, Friday starts the division series. Um. I mean, I am so excited for this Orioles-Rangers series. Jordan Montgomery with the gutsiest performance of a lifetime yesterday, laying out for the bunt and snagging former it. Former Yankee. Yeah. Thunk it. So many former Yankees in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, and then it looks like the Twins are going to shed some demons and move on. I hope they can beat the Astros. Dude, fuck them. Dude, they haven't won a playoff game, not just a series. But a postseason playoff game since 2004. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. That's insane. Yeah. That should, that's like, well, dude, that's unreal. Mean, it's like every year they play the Yankees and yeah, they just get absolutely cooked. And, uh, dude, I love this new format, by the way, for the playoffs for baseball. I uh, love three this. game wild yeah, cards. Great. I, was, I absolutely love it. I was talking to one guy in my office today and he was at the game last night. I was like, I can't believe you're in right now. And it just, he was like, dude, the atmosphere is unreal. 
And like that's the that's the best thing about playoff baseball. Like even if you're a, a casual watcher, but you're a big sports fan. Like when you have these like big at bats or there's like big moments and in between pitches, the tension like builds. It's not like football or basketball where it's like kind of ongoing and like you don't ha- feel the tension as much because like everything is just happening in front of you and, and like you're so caught up in all the movements. Whereas like in baseball, you're you're like, is it going to be a K, a home run, dubbing the gap would be great right now. Like yeah, there's so many you're, outcomes. You're hanging on every single yeah. pitch and one by one by one like that's and it's just like one of the most exciting sports to watch when like every game matters or every pitch matters and i mean we had we had some great games diamondbacks absolutely edging out the brewers who had runners in scoring positions so many innings with plenty of chances to win the game and they come up short and i just couldn't imagine like being a brewers fan and going home after that i'd be so pissed off like leaving guys on base but as just like if as a fan dude that whole time you, you like you just feel like you're in it um and i'm i'm pumped i mean dude we got great action today we got hopefully we get a couple game threes tomorrow i did a little fun fun parlay i did phillies to win the series which is minus 190 and then i got on eli's uh commanders plus or uh, minus 268 to parlay gets it to plus 103 so i was like i thought that was really cool um and if I had any other leans, I didn't really have like many leans in the in these series. But like going on the next year, I'm probably definitely going to be a little bit more prepared to to look at some money line teams that I really like in the NFL and parlay them with with series prices on these wild card games because it's just three quick games and you're done. You know what I mean? Like boom, you can win two, and then you're rolling into that football play, and you're not laying as much of a tax. Like that's it. I, oh, dude, it's so exciting. Love a good multi uh, sport parlay yeah, too. Super exciting. Yeah, can't beat them. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I get what everything you everything you said. I feel like postseason baseball and then overtime hockey in the playoffs. Those are two just moments where you're on the edge of your seat every single second of it. So re- really cool, really excited. And then this fall weather, ooh. God, this is such a great time of the year. So nice. We're getting spooky, too. Mm. I feel pretty spooky, dude. <laughs> New Saw movie? <laughs> New Saw movie, yeah. Time to it. play a game. New Saw and everything, man. I'm always um, ready to play a game. You have any uh, juicy bets or juicy futures? Um, no, nothing too crazy. Uh, I grabbed the fills to win the pennant like, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it. Um. I don't have the price on it, but it wasn't it wasn't anything exciting. Maybe like ten to one or something, whatever. But that was even a few weeks prior to uh, September. So we'll see. I hope they can. I hope they can get there. Um, other than that, no. I kind of might just make a bet on the Orioles to win the World Series just because they're fun. Very fun team, yeah. Yeah, Very and it kills me to say team. that as a Yankees fan, but like I kind of root for them. Kind of rooting for the O's. I don't know, man. Uh, goes with the Ravens dynamic, you know, whatever. <laughs> Go Baltimore. Yeah, mm. perfect. Um, <clears throat> okay, playoff baseball. Uh, let's move on to some football. And we'll start here because I know the guys have probably been waiting for a while to get at it. Um, but I think two episodes ago, 
Uh, I did say, Jared, what do you got? What do you got there? A little sticky note? Oh, yeah. Is that for the Giants? No, it's not. Don't worry. Um, okay. So I think two episodes ago, I said this this Giants offense can be a top 10 offense in the NFL. So I'm going to let the guys take over. And then I'm going to go over my reasoning of why I said this uh, very spicy take. So no, you guys like have the floor, man. Whatever you want to do. Ahead, you I feel like, like you're the NFC East fan. Let them have it, dude. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you guys got? Let's get about give me your offense? best. Give me your best shot. No, about my take, man. You guys, Dude, I mean, that was wrong. It was pretty Dump bad. On me. Let's it's, hear it. It was bad. Yeah, no, it was bad. We all, but it was one of those things that you don't even take serious when someone says it. It's so out there. It was like Nick's bet with me, where he said that the Giants are going to have over three and a half more wins than Washington. Can pretty much pay that bet right now because there's just no shot. But the O line, dude, that O line is rough. If they could fix the O line, you could maybe try to let Danny earn some of that contract, but I don't know, man. There's a lot of pain there. Did you guys play two games pain. where he only scored three points? I've heard crackheads on the side of the streets <laughs> of Philadelphia gonna... <laughs> say smarter things than the Giants have in a top ten offense. I got what? Come on, Frank. What were we thinking there? You're fa- you're you're not usually a homer either. You know, like I, I, Frankie is not a homer in any sense of the word. You're going to be honest about your team, but dude, little overreaction. And I had Giants and Survivor that week when they beat the Cardinals and had a crazy second half. But Didn't even affect me, and I was stressed. What out. What the fuck are they doing? Okay, not as bad. I thought you guys were going to be a little meaner, but okay, not we're, too we're bad. Pretty, we're some you're pretty too nice, nice guys. Yeah, yeah, Nick said nice. something like you're that. Nice. We would probably be a lot meaner. Than uh, Nick, so yeah, uh, you know. I got ahead of myself, of course. I said a hot take, you know, spicy. Someone's got to be spicy on here. But what I thought was week one was fluky. Week two was a sluggish start. I thought it connected uh, in the second half of week two. Uh, clearly wrong. By the way, that Cardinals team is showing people they're a lot better than they, than uh, we think they are. But, um, hey, I thought they were taking the next step. Last year they were top 15 scoring uh, points per game and yards per game. Uh, last year, so I, I really thought they were taking that next step this year, and uh, yeah, it sucks. I was wrong, but it, it's it's more so looking like a wasted uh, giant season. What I think happened was last year, honestly, as fun as it was, and it's tough, right? Because fans, uh, as fans, you know, you're along for the ride. You want to enjoy the ride. Only one team wins the Super Bowl every year, so you want to enjoy it, but. I think last year was more detrimental to the organization looking back at it. I mean, Daniel Jones gets the contract, even though the Giants could uh, get out of it after next year. Um, you know, I mean, they're still taking a dead dead cap hit, but whatever. Uh, we got overexcited. We were, you know, we had our hopes up as every fan does, but, uh, yeah, so that sucks. I was wrong. I have the pie on my face now, and I'm eating the crow. So. Did you see that one video where the guy was uh... – in a bar, asking a bunch of people if they wanted Daniel Jones or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Those see those videos because you could There's, find videos like that for any fan. You base, ask like two hundred people, you can get like especially 10 drunk of them. people in a bar, man. No, dude, I, like, Daniel Jones. I've had a martini and a beer. Ask me if I want Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. They're not drinking martinis. That's different because you can make arguments for both. That is because they're because they're actually elite. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, dude, you are could we, ask any fan base. Though I don't, I mean, those videos are they are what they are, man. I mean, obviously, those people are all idiots in that video. Do you think I ever thought that Daniel Jones was better than Lamar Jackson? Absolutely not. No, no. and I know does. that. I just Nobody. wanted to bring it up because it was funny. But yeah, ask him never. again. Yeah, that was a very funny video, I will say. But um, yeah, so uh, that's my giant spiel. If you guys want to. Uh, whatever talk about your team just keep showing the giants that was a pretty funny line about the crackhead i will say jared yeah, i had to give it to you that was good that was i, good. I thought there's gonna be more zingers man there nah. wasn't as many zingers nah hey man it's your first of the year if you have a second one you, you made a good point though someone's gonna make hot takes I got, i'm riding a hot take right now cowboys two to one to win the division you guys sweating right now yeah they lost to the cardinals they can do it but like frank said cardinals lost faster than people thought they, they are. They are. They are. Hey, they they're are. three and Frisky. one. Three and one ATS, and they've played in a lot of close games. They have. Man. They the, had chances to beat the. Well, not beat the Niners, but obviously cover that fourteen. There was a couple drop passes in the end zone. The Dobbs or Dobbs is Josh Dobbs, not pretty good quarterback. Pretty yeah. good quarterback. Dude. I mean, the Forty Niners were were kind of in control. They came brought it back close, but. I mean, they they were in coin flip games against the Giants and the Commanders. Like yeah. they could have very easy, they yep. could very easily be, you know, a win or two better at this week one at this was moment in time. Sweat. Yeah, and so, the same thing says for the Eagles. So like, um, they could be one and three. Yeah, the same thing. The Vikings exactly. turnovers were unbelievable, and then and obviously the Patriots. Yeah, Mac Jones in the first half. So, um, and then I mean, dude, last week was just ridiculous. But I, we we don't need to get into that. We don't need to recap it. Everyone in the media has already said their piece. And all the Eagles homers, you guys are ridiculous, and reality's coming. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, it's going to come hard. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. All right, relax. We'll see, we'll see this week. I like the Rams plus four and a half at home. I will say I, I don't mind the, the tush-push play. No, I don't either. I, I don't really care either. There was, I don't know if this is true or not. You it guys is frustrating might. when you're in the moment and you're playing against it. It's very frustrating, but clearly other teams just can't do it as well yeah. as them. They kind of yeah. fail. I mean, the Giants and the Chargers, prime examples, they tried the exact same play on fourth and ones in critical moments. Yeah, Daniel Jones tried to jump. Convert. The key is you got to stay low. And you, why are you going to punish a guy like Jalen Hurts who busts his ass to squat 600 to pounds strong, to make his, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, why are we going to punish athletes for being the best? There yeah. was a one take on that. I don't know if it's true or not that defenders aren't allowed to push each other back. Do you know if that's accurate? I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, I think the reason for that was based off injuries. Um, so I think, I'm not sure, but that is, I know uh, as a defensive player, because Richard Sherman brought it up too. Where you can't, you essentially can't do that on the defensive side. Right. So why are you allowed to do it on the offensive side? And I agree. I agree with that side of things because you're moving such a small space that if one side can leverage a certain way, the other side shouldn't not be allowed to do it. That just doesn't really make much sense because if it's that dangerous, then one side shouldn't be able to do it. Like it's either both sides can. That's kind of my only piece that and just the fact that. They need to get the refs on the ball for these plays because half the time the ref isn't even looking when they snap it. Like, it really is kind of egregious the way things, they will just fall start like they did on Sunday. No one even sees it because they hike it so fast. The ref's back He's is... still hurting. Well, it's, it's true, though. The ref's back is to the ball. If you could look at the ball the ref and have the same motion on both sides, then yeah, sure. But outside of that, it is kind of... That's just refs being refs, dude. Miss a couple of holding calls. They like to be involved, dude. They like to be involved. I mean, Tony Carinti retires. Someone's got to take his place for being the worst. So, you got some numbers. What's that posted on? I'm curious. Yeah. Man. Let's so, hear. what is that? Um, we got some ATS numbers rolling in here to, to uh, week five. 
Um, best team against the spread or the take a guess. Take a guess. The Bucks. The best nope. team. The best team against the spread. Oof. I thought you were gonna say Bucks the way you nope. started to say that. So I nope. said a guess. No. Um. By the guess, the Texans. Nope. It Chargers. is the nope. I'll, I'll just give you one. Frankie. Everybody gets three guesses. <laughs> we'll go three. That's fair. All right. I've used two. Frankie, go. Uh, I'll go with another shitty team uh, above expectations. Um, probably just covering underdog spreads. Um, it's not the Cardinals. Oh, I'll go with the Rams. There he is. He's got yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Rams. I'm going to use my third guess on the Rams. <laughs> Good job, Eli. Thanks. Dude, the Rams have been underdogs in a lot of games. They're 3-0-1 ATS, so they haven't Good. lost a game ATS. There's been a push in there. Um, I hate ties. It's just stupid. Uh, and, dude, I really like them against the Eagles this week, plus four and a half. Again, like, I, dude, we all kind of have been watching the Eagles and kind of a phony 4-0 team. And Cooper Cubs coming back. And, that dude... Uh, that Rams offense ain't too bad, bro. Tuca and uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Puka, the, Tutu Puka and Tutu. Yeah, wild names. And then Cooper Cup's coming back. Um, I can tell you who's the worst against. And you spread. got Kyron too. Yeah, who was it? It's the Giants. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they're missing like on an average of like. Uh, I, don't, I don't. We already made funny. We're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to double back. Bills, Cowboys, Dolphins, Cardinals, all three and one. Giants are the Cardinals, worst. They're, that they're been own. A good guess they're too. own four. Giants own four. ATS. Cardinals against spread would have been good. Broncos are o three and one. ATS. Bengals, who have the Cardinals this week, and it's a three point game, dude. Wow. I couldn't bet. I couldn't dude, bet that game. The Cardinals might beat them. Yeah, I wouldn't mind maybe teasing the Cardinals up with somebody else. I have to have to look at it. Uh, Bears are o three and one. Saints o three and one. Panthers o three and one. And then totals, Bears four and zero to the over. Ooh. How about that? Love Team that up. for tomorrow. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Hopefully, we get a fun Thursday game. I'm sure, Al Michaels is just dying to get one. Literally. <laughs> Denver's three and one of the over. Miami's three and one of the over. The Pack are three and one of the over. Eagles are three and one of the over. Colts three and one of the over. Um, bad teams against the total, or I guess it wouldn't be bad towards the under. Titans one and three, Bengals one and three, Falcons one and three, Browns one and three, and Saints are zero oh and four to the under. So, Numbers. just a little uh, little information, courteous of uh, you know my my favorite broadcasters in the world, Mitch and Paul. Uh, I wrote those down today when I heard them. I thought they were good information and. Uh, I mean, the Bears 4-0 to the over was something that kind of threw me off yeah, my chair because I don't really watch their games. And I'm like, well, they can't throw the ball. I thought their defense wasn't half bad. 4-0 to the over, wow. I mean, last game, yeah, both teams are scoring, but I feel like their offense hasn't been moving the ball. So were they get, have they just been getting blown out, I guess? Yep. Yeah. How <laughs> correct, dude, how funny is it, though, that um, there's two quarterbacks in a total of 45 games that have lost when they've thrown for 300-plus yards, four touchdowns, and had an 80% completion rating. Those quarterbacks are Justin Fields Kirk and Cousins. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. Damn. And Matt Ryan was the crazy. analyst on the game where Justin Fields threw 300 no yards, way. four touchdowns, and had the 80% completion rating, and they lost. Talk about fucking just ridiculous. That's, That's insane. What, I don't know if it's... It's not irony, it but it's possible. just, it's like, yeah. It doesn't feel possible. It doesn't feel that that can happen. 
simultaneous. And they're involved. The loss. one, the only guy to ever do it is also somehow involved with the game. The next guy to do it. Dude, that's that just crazy. bad vibrations at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to move out of that room. Oh, do you guys see how the Bears have picks one and two? In the yeah, NFL draft, yeah. their own pick is number one, and then they're getting the pick from the Panthers. Dude, they've been tanking for like two decades. <laughs> so funny. They should just keep tanking, bro. They're, they're generation Williams is going to be electric, though. What is he going to do on that offense, though? Yeah, I mean, try to get traded. Like, that's you know why I mean? he can make more at USC and with the NIL. Yeah, than I saw his, his dad come year. out and say that. That's pretty crazy because it, it would be interesting to have the first person actually do it. Like, be like, yeah. I'm not really feeling the Bears. I'm going, going it back might be, to USC, baby. Dude, it might be the, living in SoCal, making millions of dollars. Yeah, they right? might have to raise their premiums on these young players. Like we all know, the NFL benefits obviously extremely from these young guys, and they're guaranteed low contracts. But the NIL might have been, you know, the root of the tree that kind of starts having people paid a little bit better. That's what the running backs situations. need to start taking advantage of. Because I mean, dude, look at guys like J.K. Dobbins. Absolutely worked. In college, you go in the NFL and you're like, obviously, you're already talented enough to start and be effective as a rookie. So what do they do? They just keep pounding you into the dirt and then boom, your body's like broken. You know, like you're D1 athlete getting that much of a workload. You get shitty contract. Make your money. Yeah. Like, make your money in college just in case that happens. It would be cool. A way to, a way to fix it. It would be cool if the... um well, one, there'd be no franchise tag for running backs, but coming out the draft, you can't draft running backs. They could just sign wherever they want. That would be cool. That would be sick. That would be sick. That could be OP, though. <laughs> that would be we have sick, a bunch though. of Alabamas in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, no one wants that. Nobody wants that, that. That would be really cool. Oh, man. Pretty easy Survivor Week we got coming up this week. And I'm going to say that and fucking lose everything, but <laughs> last yeah, week was scary. At least you um, said it. I haven't I haven't solidified anybody yet, but I definitely have the Dolphins minus eleven circled against the at home against the G Men, um, and then the Lions hosting the Panthers. Um, they're ten point favorites. I feel like those are two of like the you got to go with. Um, yeah, I mean I don't really like anybody else. I mean, maybe I'll use an entry. Ravens yet, yeah, but I feel like a lot of people probably. No, I won't, dude. The um, the Ravens are not like Lamar has not been good against the Steelers, so this is definitely a huge prove it to me game. Um, especially with the the fact that like if they win this game, they are going to have such a huge advantage into bringing the division home. I mean, you've won all four of your division road or all three of your division road games. Like Perfecto. that's huge. That's yeah. huge. I think they're going to win. I feel like I don't know, man. I kind of feel the opposite. Uh, I think with that run game right now and, and the way they're moving the ball, um, Cam Hayward hasn't played, you know, for the Steelers since yeah. week one. He's like their big run stopper. Like, yeah, they have TJ Watt, but he's a pass rusher guy. Like, you know, your defensive ends aren't going to be these run stoppers in the run game, which the Ravens are running the ball way more than anyone else in the NFL right now. Uh, I think the second closest team is like, I don't know, 30 rushing attempts away from them, something crazy like that. They're just getting so much production out of the run game, especially with Lamar running now as well. Obviously, like that's the whole question about Lamar's career is how sustainable is this? Um, hopefully it is sustainable, but I think you're going to run all over the Steelers and, and complete the trifecta. Yeah, it'd be so great. I might three, use that round pick. Three, div, uh, three division wins right off the rip. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd be so excited. I can't Steelers wait for that game. so bad, dude. Uh, Kenny yeah. Pickett's banged up. I mean, I think he's going to be good to go for Sunday. 
I'm looking at it right now, though. 27% of bets on the Steelers, 73 on the Ravens, but 51% of the money is on Pittsburgh, plus four. Probably because Lamar's two and three versus Steelers. But, dude, I completely agree with all you say. But, again, it's beware of the obvious, so that game kind of scares me. And being a fan of the team, I just don't know if I could use an entry on them. I've, yeah, I've used them in one. Double, double yeah, double pain. I used them in one um, entry at the beginning of the year against the, the Texans just because they usually come out hot. I think I might use my third one on the Commanders against the Bears. That's a good one, too, though. Yeah. Non, non-divisional non game, non-conference. Eberflus yeah. is about to get fired. Yeah, <laughs> they're home, prime time, after, off, off a huge loss. Obviously, the Bears are hungry, six-point game. So, um, But that's a game I think the Commanders can take home. So I hope that's a fun game for me. Yeah, me too. It'd be great. <laughs> I hope the Phillies either win tonight or play tomorrow and win, and then I get to just enjoy this little sweat I have with that parlay. Yeah, be- best game of the week, though, Sunday night. Mm. You going to stay up for it, Jared? Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> 49ers, Cowboys uh, in Santa Clara. That's an awesome game. This is going to be sick. Huge revenge spot. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Um, we're going to see if the Cowboys are true contenders or if the 49ers are just juggernauts and a shoo-in for uh, the NFC Championship game. I, I think it's going to be great. I hope 49ers run it down the Cowboys' throats because Mike McCarthy's a big dumb dumb. It's going to – you know what, though? This game could go one of two ways. It could be a very close game, competitive game, uh, field goal game, or Kyle Shanahan's going to run circles around Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And he's just going to have to give him the edge in prime time. Yeah, you have to give him the edge with that. That's going to go one of two ways. The spread, though, 49ers laying four points. That's crazy. Uh, against someone who's supposedly the, you know, a top tier team in the NFC. We'll see, man. That's going to be the best game of the week. Broads. Um, any other games here that we want to touch on? I like the Vikings as a stinky, stinky dog plus four at home. Oh, man. Captain Kirk beating the Chiefs at oh, home dude. would be sick. Oh, they man. almost lost to Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's going to be a game where Vegas falls. Mahomes didn't look good last game. He's had some all the Swifties. ugly showings. Think of all the girl Swifties. That now, like, just are like, oh, too. I like to drink, and I want to bet money on the game if I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try and win $10. How many Swifties there are in this country that are going to be just blowing up the amount of bet volume coming in on the Chiefs? <laughs> and the sports books are going to be like, yeah, we need the Vikings. Taylor Swift fans are out here turning the tides on the guys, bro. This is unbelievable. Dude, the Swifties are going to benefit Dude, us. Honestly, right? the Swifties could be the ultimate tool for the boys against the books, bro. You just deploy Damn. them to change lines. That's crazy, Jared. I never <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Dude, I mean, they could bet this number up. Yeah. By the time Sunday morning comes around, they finally are. Oh, where's where's Taylor going to be this week? Think about every three points at twelve o'clock on Sunday. Think about every frat boy in America with a with like a Swifty girlfriend and two Swifty side pieces (laughs) that are just like, oh yeah, you gotta come over. You got you got you got bet on the Chiefs. You got bet on the Chiefs. They're so good, dude. All the frat guys. Cousin sucks. They're one three. Yo, it's it's lock. How many? How many? How many times do you think? A girl who's a fan of Taylor Swift has gotten a FanDuel promo code in the last <laughs> month. Yo, but if you put in a hundred dollars, I get a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yo, if we win, we can get Swifty. We, co- we can get Swifty tickets. Yo, we, we just gotta win. I'll take you out to dinner. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're playing the system. Look you at gotta us. use the Swifties to your power. Obviously, it worked last week. Who in the fuck thought the Jets were gonna? 
come within three points. Dude, only Thanos has more power than the Swifties. That's yeah, it. Yeah, nine point dogs, man. The NFL Crazy. following on Instagram, I saw a picture that said it went from 12 to 28 million. Is that accurate? I don't know. I, there, don't feel I good. mean, I would imagine there's some sort of bump, but there's no way that big. I'm, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to see if I can find it. Because that saw, would be crazy. That would be nuts. Dude, if they doubled, <laughs> that would be embarrassing, man. <laughs> so wild, dude. It's 133%. Uh, I mean, dude, right now, 74% of the bets are on the Chiefs, but 50, 53% of the money is on the Vikings. That's all you got to know, baby. Paid the Swifties. Oh, love that. Captain Kirko. Do it one time for us. Do it one time. Yeah, I mean, other than that, Bills and Jaguars in London. Bills should win that game. Texans-Falcons is kind of intriguing, actually. C.J. Stroud's been balling, yeah. breaking all sorts of Dude, rookie records. Rico Ryan's got them boys playing. Great. I think he's going to be a great coach, man. Yeah. He's got the boys pumped up. And the thing about the Texans is, like, if you look at their roster – they're not comparable to the rest of the league. Like I would say they're an average to a below average roster of talent, but he's got them playing so well, man. CJ Stroud's a baller. Yeah. He's a, he's you see the dinner Stroud thing? boys. You see how that CJ Stroud has his teammates over for dinner, like all the time. No, I didn't see that. They said that he has teammates at his house just almost every single day <clears throat> with his private chef for dinner and just like sits at the table like just spends time with them. He's That's like a leader right there, yeah. man. Well, they've all spoken that he's like an insanely good leader. I love that he said um the one quote he said, dude, already like stuck with me that pressure is privilege. Dude, I think that's so sick. Like it's an insane way to like compress everything that he faces down into one sentence and it is true though. Like you are privileged to have pressure. Like you are privileged for people to rely on you. You're privileged to have a skill set and people believe that you can get the job done. Like so, dude, I, he mentally, I feel like, has the makings of being a really, really good quarterback. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, same. We'll love be, to see. It'll be cool to and see the Texans. You know play what? Well. Texans plus two. Why not? Desmond Ritter sucks. <laughs> sucks. Throw Taylor he Heineke does. in, bro. What are they waiting for? Taylor Heineke, Bijan oh, Robinson, yeah, RPO. What? What That's are a they threat. waiting for for ta- putting Taylor Heineke in? Desmond Ritter is awful. Desmond Ritter cannot outthrow him. You cannot convince me that he can, and he definitely cannot outrun him. He can maybe break less ribs at the goal line, yeah. but you got to respect Taylor for his heart because that dude will get broken for a play. Falcons are definitely a good team to circle in survivor pools when they're on the road. Good and Madden too. Bijan Robinson's a beast. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, his team sucks. <laughs> So. Lions Panthers. I think the Lions train is going to keep on rolling. Dan yeah. Campbell, Dan Tara. Ten Dan points Ta- is a Dan lot. Talica. I think it opened seven. On oh, like yeah. a Sunday look ahead. I kind of think the Panthers will backdoor cover that. I wouldn't take the spread, but I definitely think the Lions are going to win. Uh, yeah. Broncos Jets another twelve bowl. Hmm. Yeah, that's going to be rough. I hope Zach Wilson continues to play like he did in the second half of the season. I would love to Chiefs see Zach game. Wilson just absolutely crush. Yeah. Especially after, uh, Who's the dominant Wilson? Zachary. Yeah, especially after he got ro- he just he just keeps getting roasted, dude. I, dude, would love I feel to see bad. Him. The Rodney Harrison thing was so yeah. od. Chris Jones is like, yeah, hey, he played a good game. Rodney Harrison is like, it's garbage, it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris Jones is like, hey, he's a respectable young man. He's growing with the league. He's like, have you ever seen trash like this before? <laughs> like, like, bro, like, relax, dude. dude. Like, you ever play quarterback, Rodney? Shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. You're like one of the dirtiest players of all time, dude. It's so corny. Like, let the kid fuck. Like, I understand if you want to roast people, right? Like. 
like if you if we want to roast Dak, like sure, but like dude, he was just laying it, and you're a reporter, bro. You're just talking about the game, like you're not trying to set the media on yeah. fire. Chill out. Yeah, he got to, he got the Swifties got to his head. Dude. Would never say it to his face though. Yeah, oh, probably no. not. ever. <laughs> That's why I say it on the internet. <laughs> All right, Eli, do we have a fantasy football update? Yes, we do for the beer league. Yes, we do. Can I just say that I had Tony Pollard in a game where the where the Cowboys beat the Patriots? Just I, you. Uh, 30, what was it, 38 to 3? Yeah, it was my lock last week. And Tune in. And he had like nine points. Yeah. They, How? It was like week one when they beat How? the Giants by 40 and Dak Prescott had like nothing. How? But, yeah, we had a crazy week in fantasy. I went head-to-head with Stefan, which I was a little nervous about going in. I wanted to. He's one of the better teams in the league. Managed to squeak out a win. Crazy game out of Pacheco late and Brandon Ayuk. So I had a big 4 o'clock, which, as the boys know, it's always nice and you have a big run at 4 o'clock. So yep, like two, three yep. games on, everybody's watching it happen. You're kind of buzzed up for the day. You're at your secondary location. It's a good time. Jared with an absolute heartbreaker to Troy. Jared left about 42 points on the bench and lost by six. Been there. Montgomery. It's tough. It's tricky. Who's your other guy? You had Montgomery. Cole Komet. I had 60-plus points right. on the bench, too. Yeah, I had Justin Fields Painful. on the bench in another league, so I feel that. CD's nuts over Game of Jones. Ramon, the new guy, 128 to 100. Kyle giving the new guy a run. Ramon, welcome to the league. Sags back with a 194. 194 points. The second highest was myself at 135. So Sags scored the points that he didn't score the last two weeks against Jake Rubin for a win. Nick lost by one point <laughs> to Tremby. <laughs> Literally 1.105 to 106. And lastly, Frankie taking out uh, Connor, 104 to 80. Connor better have an injury on this lineup, dude, because that 80 points is not acceptable. Everybody's healthy. Everybody played. Brutal, Connor. That's rough. There's a lot of pain out there right now. Thanks for setting your lineup the way you did, man. I appreciate it. He was in the woods. Right, you get in the wind column, baby. Yeah, I needed it, man. Really needed it. Started out, my team's not good in the Pierce League. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, I have doubts about my own. Nick Chubb fucking destroying his knee. Actually, you know what the craziest thing about Nick Chubb is? How bad that injury looked? I think it was only like one MCL, thing that he tore. Yeah, like tore. it wasn't like anything crazy. It must have literally been like Could one pop and everything just twisted away, but stayed intact, I yeah, guess. Yeah, because I thought he tore like his ACL, yeah, MCL, nervous, fucking dude. PCL. I thought he tore everything. The Meniscus. jarring impact was disgusting. Dude, but, the best was the Harry ooh. Potter thing, though. Or the band. <laughs> And then it's like fan- Nick Chubb fantasy owners, and it's Cedric Diggory laying on the ground, <laughs> and it's Harry Potter crying, and then his dad, and they're like the set, uh, Nick Chubb fantasy owners. That's my boy. That's my son. No, and then everything. It does feel like that, dude. And then like the people in the band are like everyone else in the league just continue to play music. <laughs> the show That's so on. sad, right. dude. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay, thank you for that recap, Sucks. Eli. Moving on to our last portion of the pod, our locks, locks of the week. Let's get to it. Okay, last week, uh, starting with the two two plays, 
Syracuse did not come through for me. They're just kids, but they played sloppy. <laughs> they turned the ball over uncharacteristically, but they're just kids, so I can't be mad at them. Those fucking assholes. Uh, the Bills were my other lock in the NFL, minus two and a half. Easy winner. They dominated that game. Uh, this week, I'm betting against the Eagles again. I got to take the Rams, plus four and a half. The Eagles come down. Has to happen soon. They're getting Cooper Cup back. Um, Rams offense is extremely explosive. Um, yeah, so that is my luck on the NFL side. And then I'm going with Louisiana Monroe as a home dog, plus ten mm. and a half. Home dog to South Alabama. South Alabama started the season whooping on Oklahoma State. Everyone was shocked. Since then, they've been bad. So I'm going with two home dogs. The Rams are also home. Two home dogs are my locks. Rams plus four and a half. Uh, University of Louisiana, Monroe, plus ten and a half. I like it, Frankie. This guy is firing, absolutely firing picks right now. Um, I'm going to take the over in the Bills-Jags at 48. Hope to see the Jags have a little bit of an edge out there uh, over the, across the pond. The Bills have been putting up about 40 points themselves, it seems, every week. So um, I, w- I want to root for an over. I haven't had an over in a little while in the lock. Last week I had Dallas <laughs> minus 6.5 against the Patriots. Uh, they covered that very easily, which was very good to see. So we're we're getting our footing. We've got some wins back in fantasy. We've got some wins going in the locks. We're starting to understand the league dynamic, the script, a little bit. Jared. Hello. Um, I'm sad. 0-2 week last week. Utah plus 3.5. Never had a chance. Um, and then... I used up all my luck in my teaser with the Eagles pulling off a, a referee-fueled victory against the Commanders, minus two and a half. And Ron Rivera obviously not going for two. That's what I wanted to bring Kicking up. How does he not go for two there? I don't know, because his offense was gas, dude. You saw me screaming around all the Philly fans to go for two. I know. He should have went game. for two. Coin flip. Let's do it. Really happy they didn't, because if they did and didn't get it, I wouldn't have been two and a half. But it didn't matter. So now I wish he did get it, and they won, because so, I wanted Eli to be happy and fuck the Eagles. But That's why you stick to your morals. Uh, Well, it doesn't matter, because obviously I didn't stick to my morals, and it worked <laughs> out. But I stuck to my morals and said, oh, Chiefs minus three and a half versus the Jets. Like, duh. Well, apparently not, because it was a three-point game. And the worst part of that was is that for a period of time on Thursday, the number moved to minus three. Obviously, I did come in more, but that's not the play we gave out, and that's not the grade that we could take. So um, just a really rough 0-2 week after the Chiefs had a 17-point lead by half. I mean, what the fuck, dude? How do you... 17-point lead a half, and they don't, they don't... They can't cover three and a half against Zach Wilson. But whatever. You know what? Shout out to Zach Wilson. I hope he balls this weekend, too. Uh, but you know what? Another day, another dollar, and here we come. We're five and five. Uh, Vandy in Florida. Vanderbilt is five and zero oh to overs this year, and they are eighteen and a half point dogs against the Gators. So Gators at home should absolutely put up a shit ton of points against a terrible Vanderbilt team, and um, hopefully they score a couple tw- points as well, and uh, you know we can get over that fifty-two. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna go little Ravens, Dolphins money line parlay action. Minus 115. Um, obviously, I feel fine with the Dolphins. I think the Ravens 
or the uh, the nervy play that kind of you know obviously bringing the price down to two decent sized favorites. Ravens are minus one ninety two and Dolphins are like minus two sixty five, but um, not half ballot bad value over there. You're only paying five cents over a standard vig, so um, I'm liking that. And then we're going. Orioles to win the series against the Rangers that starts on Friday, the American League Division Series. Um, you know, hey, Rangers, huge gutsy performance, win two games in Tampa Bay, but Tropicana Field is not a playoff environment. 19,000 fans. Yeah, it's not. Camden, since 1919. Camden Yards, dude, it, they got Mr. Splash out there in left center. Shit gets lit. Um, so Orioles to win the series against the Rangers, minus 115 as well. Ride. There we go. That's our pod. Thanks for joining. Have a beer on the boys.